Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Sandy Springs, Georgia, it's time for Chamber Spotlight, brought to you by Southern Live Oak Wellness, providing quality mental health treatment to a population in dire need of being treated as equal. For more information, go to southernliveoakwellness.com. Now, here's your host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Chamber Spotlight Podcast, proudly sponsored by Southern Live Oak Wellness. I'm your host, Lola Okanola, and today we have an exciting lineup of guests representing diverse industries. A big thank you to Southern Live Oak Wellness for supporting our community. Now let's jump into today's conversation. We have a full house today. Meet my guest, George Martin, the founder of Corp Care. Kelly Biggs, the CEO of WSI World Digital. George Kondoritis, did I say that correctly, George? Owner of Zamboango. And last but not least, Hannah O'Donohue, an advisor with BKS Partners. Now, let's start with George Martin. Welcome to the show, George. Thank you, Lola. So, CoreCare offers employee assistance programs to corporations and their employees. Can you tell our listeners about your business, the services you provide, any special offerings, who your target market is? How did you get into this? Who does it benefit? Well, Lola, we are a 33-year-old company. Uh, we're a national concern. We um, provide um, traditional forms of employee assistance programs, which means that we are emphasize clinical services on a personal basis. Uh, we still have some um, other virtual uh, like telehealth systems that uh, we, we bring to bear, too, to help people and uh, to conveniently locate uh, counseling services. Primary purpose is to help people get from a bad place to a better place in their lives. And uh, we do so with a uh, network of licensed, credentialed uh, mental health therapists. We also add uh, to that uh, the telehealth option through BetterHelp. And we have a series of work-life-related services that provide child care, elder care, financial and legal-related cons- uh, consulting services. We, uh, I've been in the field since uh, the mid, um, actually the mid-80s, and uh, have watched it change throughout the, through that time. And when I was a marriage and family practitioner in private practice, I then was introduced as a, uh, into the EAP world and saw the future of it uh, as a very promising to help corporations and, and so on to assist their family members and their employees. And, and our whole purpose, as I mentioned, is to uh, get somebody to a, a higher performance level instead of letting their issues create some performance-related uh, problems. And in nutshell, that's basically what we are and who we, we work with. We work with groups that are under 100 employees to just under 100,000. Wow. And uh, we work with a dozen veterinarian associations, eight bar associations besides, and a number of private corporations um, here and in, in, based in Atlanta and elsewhere. So a little bit about us. All right. Mental health is very crucial in the work workplace. And um, that is probably a benefit that we often overlook, right? It's not necessarily health insurance. It's counseling, True. right? For so bereavement, divorce. Yes, we have a crisis. Uh, we cover the waterfront of, of uh, mental health related needs. It's a prepaid benefit, by the way, that the companies uh, contract with us. So their services are free to the employees and their family members. It's not a full treatment model, um, okay. like an insured related service, but we provide a certain number of counseling sessions available to them. And it's interesting that uh, one year we did a, a review of our utilization and found that um, 85% of those who used our service uh, clinically justifiably did not go on for further care to oh. tap their medical medical benefit, if you will. They were able oh. to take care of many of their issues within the confines of the number limited number of sessions or to uh, connect to some of our work-life services and resolve those problems and, you know, improve family life improve work life. Hmm. 
Are you able to share any of, you know, examples of your clients? And if you don't want to mention them by name, maybe the industries that they are in? Uh, the clients uh, range everywhere from uh, hospitality, uh, food industry, and so on. We uh, mentioned the the associations we serve. Uh, we uh, serve a private uh, prison corporation, for example, which is an interesting group of people. And then, uh, as you'd imagine, then then we work with all of just a, a a dozen city governments and county governments, for that matter, in Florida and Georgia. So we um, we also have a um, a jewelry company, jewelry store company in St. Thomas and the Islands. Wow, and that's my client. Okay, wow, thank you so much, George. You, Very interesting. Now we are going to move on to Kelly Biggs, the CEO of WSI World Digital. Welcome, Kelly. Thanks so much. Great to be here. So, Kelly, um, WSI is a digital marketing and IT company, right? Could you share a little bit more about what you do? Absolutely. And I know it's confusing sometimes for people because when we first decided that that's where we're going to go into business. And when I say we, I mean my husband and I. Okay. Which is another whole uh, podcast. I but- know. You have to tell <laughs> us how it, how, I can't imagine. I mean, I love my husband, but I don't know if we can work together. It's been fun. It's been fun. You need um, a marriage therapy. Exactly. <laughs> Especially through COVID. So, but um, we balance each other out. So that's been wonderful. But to answer your question, WSI and digital marketing is really the way that people market themselves online mm. from soup to nuts. We're a full service marketing agency in that regard. And my background is actually sales. So okay. I've worked for some some companies that you would recognize. And so I have a passion for not just getting leads for customers, but rather helping customers grow through their online presence. So whether it's all website, all things start with, actually, I was going to say your website, but that's not exactly right. It's your Google business profile. Mm. And a lot of small businesses really overlook the power of that. Yeah. So that's one of the very first things we work with people on. So I call it like, think about that as the the storefront. If you have a storefront, that would be your website. Mm-hmm. But the window, the display is what people would see on your Google My Business. Mm. And so then getting from that to getting found and how you navigate that once they find you, then getting them the information they need from your website and for that information to be really valuable so that then you're selling (laughs) through your website. Mm -hmm. So we optimize websites for selling and really that's the path simplified. Okay. Do you do any social media or anything on behalf of your clients? We absolutely do. And actually with the advent of AI, Uh social will become way more important than it ever has. Um, That is because we're not only, I'll tell you something fascinating. For the last two weeks, I have not used Google to search for anything. What are you using? There's so many different platforms. No, I use ChatGPT, but also Perplexity.ai. It's, I need to write, yeah, that, write down. that one down. Also, Her there's Claude, Claude AI, perplexity.ai. It looks almost like Google. But the reason I do it is because I want to make sure that as clients are paying me to show up on Google, uh-huh. that that's what they need to do. I want to make sure that they also show up for perplexity and other searches, right? Huh. And so, so can I go and search for the chamber or myself on perplexity.ai now? You absolutely can. You could say, and, and when I think about searching, you think about it in the realm of what would people actually say? Right. So put yourself, I'm a business in Sandy Springs. What chamber would I need to be a part of? Mm-hmm. Would be a really I good question. See. And if your name doesn't come up to the top, you can. I do this all the time, so it's a cheat. But I will say, hey, like I have a client. I'll put myself. Like I put, what's the great digital marketer in Sandy Springs? Mm-hmm. And if there's somebody above me, I will say, hey, why did you put that person above me? Like, what is my site missing that that? And it'll tell you. 
And hmm. so you can start to look at that. I see. It'll tell you the differences. And so you can work on absolutely the gaps. Absolutely. Wow. I've learned something new. Great. That's what I try to do. I learn something new every day and I want to educate my customers, not just for, I want them to be smart about their business and growing their business and think outside of like what is today and think about what's coming mm. Wow. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you, Kelly. We will come back to you. Next on is George Condoriotis, the owner of Zamba Wango, a cafe that offers delicious gluten-free desserts right here in the heart of Sandy Springs. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, uh, Lola. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Yeah, thanks for coming. So Zambawanga is known for its delightful gluten-free desserts, right? And also your really authentic coffees, right? Tell us more about how you decided to start Zambawango. What are some key things that you would like for us to know? And I see you brought us some delectable looking treats, which we're going to all dig into after the show but yeah tell us or during the show that would be nice to- <laughs> it might be hard to talk while yeah, we- that's true that's true <laughs> um so the funny part is the whole business which we started in uh, 2017 we opened in 2018 here in sandy springs came from a personal need um i i uh, embraced the low carb um they call it keto but it's really minimizing your daily carbs lifestyle uh-huh. and had um, back in the day I was um, about 65 pounds heavier Ooh. and I lost the weight rapidly and have kept it off for seven years increased my exercise um, everything became healthier um, the brain fog disappeared all that stuff and so we, I started the business out of a personal need because I realized a lot of other folks um, were in the same predicament. They were trying to lose weight. Um, they were doing calorie reductions or portion size reductions, and they were just failing. Um, with the low-carb lifestyle, you're just avoiding sugars, high-carb, uh, glyce- high-glycemic um, foods that wreak havoc in your system in many different ways. And you're never supposed to be hungry. You eat until you're full. Mm. So that makes it so easy. Um, so by being low carb, we cannot use grain flours uh, because those are extremely high glycemic. And we use almond flour and coconut flours. Mm. And therefore, by default, we realize we're also gluten-free. Now, the low carb segment of the market is much bigger than the gluten-free segment. Um, People avoid sugar because they're pre-diabetic, diabetic, want to lose weight. They're um, more weight than they want to be. Alzheimer's prevention, cancer patients cannot have sugar Mm. because sugar feeds cancer. Um, So that's 35 to 40% of the U.S. population that cannot have desserts and breads and bagels and dinner rolls or should not be having it. so that's really our target uh, niche. And one of the first questions we get from new customers is what sugar replacement are you using? Hmm. Because there's so many junk uh, sugar replacements that are actually worse than sugar, um, artificial replacements. And from day one, our criteria was our sugar replacement must be sold at Whole Foods. Number one, that's the first thing. Okay. So it's passed a very regimented test already. Okay. And after that, it has to be baked and taste um, like sugar or better, you know. Um, So we're not going to produce goods that have an aftertaste or have a gritty texture. Um, They have to look and taste uh, similar or the same or better than their sugar cousins. So from day one, we used um, Swerve, which is an accepted, widely accepted brand of sugar replacement. It's considered by the FDA as natural because it's entirely plant-based. And then allulose came into the market while we were open. Um, 
midway, like 2021 or so. And that's considered also a superior natural uh, sugar alternative. And we use a combination of the two. Very little because our customers are used to not having sugar. Right. So by default, our goods are more European style. They're not very sweet. Um, and we, if we have a chocolate product, we accentuate and bring forward the chocolate element, not the sugar element mm. or the sweetness element. Um, the cranberries that you see here, we take fresh cranberries, we house dry them and sweeten them with a little bit of swerve. So those are very low carb cranberries rather than full of sugar. Right, um, because you dried them, right? Yeah, and cranberries are naturally low carb. So there are berries. That's another very interesting um, thing. This is a raspberry uh, mousse with, topped with chocolate. Um, rasp- the berries are a family of very low carb um, vitamin and nutrition um, bombs that you can have. You know, I call them bombs because they're so healthy, nutrition bombs, and uh, they're low carb. You would never imagine a raspberry that is naturally sweet to be low carb, but it is. I just always assumed that they were high in sugar. Exactly. Blueberries, blackberries. Those are our friends, strawberries. So that's a strawberry uh, cupcake. We start with fresh strawberries Mm. and make this, um, the frosting and the cupcake, everything we're obsessed with being, um, I brought this from the corporate world where I worked for 25 years, always in procurement, which is a general management role. But you set certain parameters that have to be met. And then I was very blessed to find an executive pastry chef, Kathleen McDaniel, who embraced this concept and wanted the challenge. She came from the restaurant industry, some of the best restaurants in the country, Boston, New York, Atlanta, uh, pastry chef. And she embraced the challenge to take rich desserts and make them low carb. Mm. Without her, we could have not executed the business. You need the executive pastry chef talent that embraces what you want to do. Um, and then she built, uh, we built together a team of chefs. Um, Amanda Murphy and some others that are here um, supporting us and doing an amazing job. You know, you're aware of the co- correlation between sugar content and depression, sugar blues. That was going to be my next thing. I was going to say, you know, your physical and your mental health, right? Mm. You're not just tackling. You are what you eat. The fi- you are what you eat physically and mentally. Yeah. So this is very interesting. I'm a marathon runner. Wow. And I've ran and our three marathons since opening the business on low carb because you have clean energy. This provides you with clean, long-lasting energy. It's completely the opposite of what the FDA um, or whatever dietitians have taught people that you need to carbo-load. Mm-hmm. You never need to carbo-load. Um, this energy is long-lasting. It's a reserve energy in your system that you can use over a long period of time, mm-hmm. such as running a marathon. Um, and I'm not the only one like that. If you do a search about that, keto lifestylers and athletes, it's very prevalent um, in the low-carb keto lifestyle that you're an athlete. Mm-hmm. Some of our top customers are athletes. I see. Yeah. So other than pastries, do you do any keto meals as yeah. well? So what we do, we're strictly a bakery. Okay. And uh, what we've added since opening, our focus when we opened was desserts. Because okay. that's the toughest part of the menu. You know, yeah. I'm a candidate because I can't do <laughs> yeah. dairy or gluten. Yeah. And so I'm always looking for places that, and there are not too many of them that offer. Well, that's another story. Yeah, exactly. I can get into that. But um we expanded into bagels, dinner rolls, breads, okay. bread loaves. Um, the bread does have gluten because we add vital wheat gluten, which is non-carb uh, impact, but it impacts that wonderful texture of the bread. Mm. Otherwise, it's very flat. This right. makes it into a real bread loaf with the right texture. Um, but the um, the fact that are there any other 
bakeries like us, it's a tough business. First, mm. you have to find the talent. Mm-hmm. Um, second, you have to source the ingredients, which are alternative ingredients. So we go straight to Swerve. And, you know, and I used my purchasing background to negotiate some special deals. Um, and straight to the distributors, main distributors of Allulose. Even though we're a small company, we act like a big company and negotiate some great uh, deals that we pass on to our customers. Mm. But this is a very difficult business um, in every respect. Right. So when we opened, we were the only ones in the country that were low-carb, keto-friendly bakery, period. Mm. And then several saw us you know, and started opening. Um, and I say that with confidence that they saw us and benchmarked us because when we opened in 2018, in 2019, literally the whole year, um, we were getting completely uh, inundated with phone calls. Do you ship? Do you ship? Do you ship? Do you ship? And we listened to that and opened the commissary kitchen in Alpharetta where um, we ship from. In the meantime, um, COVID hit. So that was for shipping. That was a relatively positive thing. Um, it was different times. It hurt our retail um, bakery here in Sandy Springs, but it helped our shipping. So it, things balanced out somewhat. Mm-hmm. Then um, other keto bakeries opened in 2021 and the shipping started declining a little bit. I see. Now, almost all of those have gone out of business. So the shipping is picking up again. Yeah. It's because it's your passion, right? If it's not your passion, if you open something that's difficult to do and you don't have the passion to do it, exactly, you're going to shut down. It's not. Um, our items are a little bit more expensive than traditional, but actually we haven't adjusted prices. So they're now below tra- most traditional bakeries. Um, however, it's, um, it is definitely a huge passion it's a very challenging space. And in Atlanta, within 25 miles of our bakery, there's 6.2 million people. So if you take the statistics of 35 to 40%, and the fact that we're the only diabetic-friendly, low-carb bakery in Atlanta, if not in Georgia, um, we should not have to ship anywhere. You know, we should be able to have five or six shops here in Atlanta, uh, have wholesale businesses and all those things and penetrate the local market. So as a small business, one of our top uh, challenges is getting embraced by influencers or people that can actually move the needle for us. Well, maybe Kelly can speak on that later. That maybe when we start talking about synergies, I think it's, it's Kelly might have yeah. some yeah. some things to offer. So now we're going to move on to Hannah O'Donohue of BKS Partners. She's an advisor there. I want to hear all about, I think not just me, everyone that's listening wants to hear about what BKS Partners does. Yeah, so BKS Partners is a public company. Um, they do everything insurance. So we have a benefits arm, we have a commercial arm and we have a private lines arm. So I work in the, they call it the private risk or personal line sector. So we focus on insurance for the general consumer. So we would work on their home, their auto, their umbrella, their collections insurance. Um, one of my personal, Things that I like to focus on is I I have that like nosy piece of me that I love <laughs> to learn about people's collections and mm. and a lot of our customers don't realize like how much valuable jewelry or fine arts or maybe they're fi- they have a firearms collection that is possibly worth a lot of money or a pinball collection that's sitting in their basement that if their basement floods that's a it'll be a couple thousand replace. dollars gone so. I always like to kind of look for those different gaps in people's risk portfolio and try to create a good solution for them and do it in a timely, you know, moment. Oh, Um, One of the things I was going to touch upon from hearing you guys, I come from an entrepreneurial background also that I used to run retail stores with my father. 
So working for your father is definitely not the easiest thing, <laughs> especially an Israeli father. Oh, wow. Um, so I know about family business, but I also know about uh, it's all about de- uh, delivering good customer service. Yes. And that was something major that I learned kind of being in that retail spot for so many years. And then I transitioned into nonprofit from there. So even though insurance hasn't been my life since I graduated um, undergrad, it's it's definitely a little newer for me. But um, I think at the end of the day, I'm looking for my client's best interest. And mm-hmm. I always want to be as responsive as possible. And even if I'm not helping them with their insurance, I can connect them to um, other helpful things in their lives, whether it's a private banker, wealth advisor, an estate attorney, because in the end of the day, we get like very into their personal lives Mm -hmm. because we have to understand like all their assets. And lots of times we find little nooks and crannies that they maybe haven't thought about. So we try to identify those problems and then kind of hook them up with the right people to help them with those solutions. So it sounds like you, I mean, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, are your clients like, what is their net worth? Like, is there a limit? Do you work with everybody or are you working with corporations or high net worth individuals? It's a great question. So our focus is um, a high net worth individual and what that looks like, usually a home that's like a million dollars or more in replacement costs. Um, they have a few cars potentially, you know, we can work really well if someone has like, if they're a car collector, even we have carriers that we can help with on that. Um, they have multiple homes. They're looking at umbrella policies for maybe 5 million plus, you know, that's kind of like our bread and butter. We can help in the middle market and in the high net worth space, but our price points with the carriers like Chubb, AIG, Cincinnati, Pure, that's kind of their niche. So that's where we can offer the best value. Um, One of the things I wanted to bring up, and I don't know if you guys have seen this or felt it, is the nuclear verdict and being in the U.S. and knowing that it is very easy to get sued. Yes. (laughs) Very litigious Yeah, you get in a car wreck and the person that you got in that car wreck, they sued you or, you know, you hit someone with a golf ball and now they're suing you for or a friend a comes to visit dollars. you and they fall in front of your house and they can sue you too exactly so those are kind <laughs> of the things we're trying to instill into our clients mind and remind them that an umbrella policy it's it is kind of a scary thing to think about but it's something to pay for that it's very minimal per year yeah. but it's really that backup plan to if something happens and the likelihood of being it. in Atlanta of getting in a car wreck, it's probably going to happen high. at some point. So. Even if it's with yourself, with the potholes. Or <laughs> right, right. So we want to just make sure our clientele know that they're, you know, whether they're looking at a, an umbrella policy and matching that up with uh, their net worth or mm-hmm. net assets, or possibly even a little higher, just so that in the event that you possibly get sued, that you have that backup plan and you don't have to go into your personal pockets and and take care of that. Wow, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> you know, I was uh, surprised when you mentioned the value of collections and we had a home that we rented out and the renter that we had at the time showed me his collection of tennis shoes and showed me <laughs> that's a specific- That's definitely up and coming now. He showed me a, a Jordan pair that was mm-hmm. worth $12,000. Mm-hmm. And I thought, good grief. Oh, yeah, it's a thing. Now. Yeah, we have carriers that literally all they do is they work on collections. But I would say for shoes, that would probably be a more difficult one. Like we would really have to find a specialized market because I've had them tell me with the couture stuff, they knock out like maybe shoes, may, bags for sure, but clothing, they try to knock out of the park. So the, there's not only so many markets that we can go to for those like specialized risk, but a $12,000 pair of shoes, you definitely, I mean, that's as valuable as the engagement ring, if not more. So Absolutely. you definitely want to yeah. protect yeah. that. I offered him my old Ray box for at least 500, <laughs> but he didn't, he wasn't interested. <laughs> no, it didn't work out. 
<laughs> wow, this has been super cool just hearing how different, you know, all your businesses are. So, I mean, just off the top of my head, I can see that there's definitely synergies here, right? We there we're all sort of working in spaces that are related or dependent on each other in some shape or fashion. Um, Kelly, I'm going to go to you first because we all need marketing and exposure. And I want to go back to what you said, you know, you're using new search engines, like help us talk to George, the George is, you know, I wanted to say, I'm glad you brought that up because I, we, our company spent the last two years in uh, rebranding and then also getting an SEO um, technician to help clean up things. And then to, to develop our, um, LinkedIn and so on, visibility right. and whatever else. And it's still something of a mystery to, uh, to us. We like to keep it that way. Mental <laughs> <laughs> health and wrestling way too, by the way. How we stay employed. But no, it's, so it's a couple things. One, I want to give a shout out to Sandy Springs Chamber as it relates to this. Uh-huh. And so as Hannah was talking, there was a couple things that, that, that you mentioned, which is, she speaks to a lot of people and having a venue like this, an organization where she can be valuable and just meet different people that mm-hmm. she can be of value to her clients is extremely important. Um, and then we talked about something called, we didn't call it this, but I will now, domain authority. And so the domain authority of a Sandy Springs is very high. And what do I mean by that? It means, so when you have a website, everybody, I need to put up a website. And and generally when I talk to people, sometimes they will say, oh yeah, I got a cousin that can put that up for me for $500. And <laughs> I'm like, okay, you'll, you'll call me later, but you know, go do that. Mm-hmm. And when they do call later, it hasn't been put up in a way that's sound. Conversely, and and what do I mean by that? There are things that have to happen on your website. And I won't get too technical, but they're on-site things like your meta tags, your meta titles, your meta descriptions. Um, and a company or an organization like Sandy Springs has spent a lot of time and money doing that. Mm-hmm. There's another thing called EAT, and it's now it's E-E-A-T. What is your experience? So somebody who's been in business for 30 years Google respects more than somebody who's been in business for one year. That's not to say that the person in one year can't make moves, but they can't overtake this other person if, if they've set up things right. Right. So it's your expertise. Um, They also want to know your authority and that's what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. So one thing that helps with authority is your backlinks. So what is a backlink? Just it's, you have your own site. And within your own site, you're saying you're great. And Google's like, okay, that's interesting. Um, who else, and, is, uh, saying who else is saying you're great? Mm-hmm. And every time somebody mentions your website, that's a vote. That's a vote. That's a vote. But there are also things called toxic websites. And these are things that don't have anything to do with your organization. So Google looks at that too. So there are some companies that will say, oh, we'll get you a million back. So I'm the new company. And I want backlinks because perplexity just told me I don't have enough backlinks because I'm not ranking in the same way as my competitor. I'm going to go buy them. Don't do that. Don't do that. That is a quick way to destroy your website and have to start all over Mm -hmm. from scratch. So, um, you know, those are just technical things. I try to put them in layman's terms that are just basically you have to have a website built by somebody that you trust that. It is at least having these conversations about, I'm going to build your website, but before we do that, let's talk about some things. Like, we'll go back um, to the pastry. What, what makes you special? And it's really clear. The things that make you special are you have an award-winning pastry chef that understands what's happening with somebody with celiac disease, for example. You understand that you can't mix ingredients. and the thing is, um, what I didn't hear, you you were saying, I heard you say, like, I have a shipping place. I have 
all of these things and these things are happening, what we try to get people to do is to make things happen, right? So just really understanding what are your goals for your business this year and let's align those goals. So you talked about things like influencer marketing. Um, that's really more around PR and we actually have a PR division Oh. In our in our team, they're the experts. I have I just surrounded by a group of group of experts. Mm. This year, I was able to hire on a graphic designer. While I can do some stuff in Canva, they're dangerous. Right now, and I can tell them, "Hey, here's my idea. Go do that." Mm. Same one thing that we're seeing quite a bit of, and I would like to warn the community about is people will come back to me and say, "Hey, Kelly, I don't need you to write my blogs anymore. I got chat." GPT for that. But it's so obvious now. You can (laughs) tell. It is. But it will get better. It It will fine tune. But for now, I think it's quite obvious. The direct, so AI, the the definition I like the most about AI is it's the science of making machines smarter. Right. And so actually, speaking of offers, on my website, you can go as www dot wsibigsdigital.com and you can download a free ebook on chat gpt we tell you how to use the prompts mm. right because there is actually a formula to it where it can get pretty good it mm. really can and so you can go through that look at prompts that you want to use we help small businesses get ahead i think we're on the um cusp of something very remarkable and a change in that. And the more that you can equip yourself to know that, the better. I use AI, but the way I use it is to ideate. I ha- so again, I go to perplexity, like what's missing? And typically like your, your content is in. And so, okay, great. What, what should I add? A lot of times they'll say, so here's some keys. If you're writing a blog, refer back to places within your own website. Even at the end, if you say, hey, contact us, shoot them over to your contact page. So some interlinks is like internal votes. But also, they are starting to value even more. Where did your source come from? Are you just making opinions? Mm. Um, or did you go to Sandy Springs to say this is where, you know, go to a domain authority, a high-ranking domain authority, and refer back to something that they have said. And so I will take. I will first research it and say who, what competitors are ranking high, what should I write about that might be of interest, and what might an outline look like for me. But then I turn that over to the copywriter, right? Okay. And I say, here's another key trick. This is lovely. This is fun. Um, another site you can go to for AI is Bard, B-A-R-D. That's Google's competition to open AI. And it, I like it because it can actually read websites. You can put your own website in and say, what's my tone? Mm. Right? So it's back to talking about branding. Branding will be on the forefront. So that was smart that you did that work. Okay. Branding will be on the forefront in everything you do. And the more that you know your brand mm-hmm. and you're able to be on brand, the more you're going to stand out above any competitor that comes in with other gluten-free meals um, to compete with you because they're going to appear like the copycat. They're trying to do what you do well already. Right. Oh, that's a great one. So my team has put together these various Facebook messaging, if you will. And it has this one, obviously, stress management tips and so on and that kind of thing. And I'm actually impressed in how they how they provide these brief inter- informational um, pieces, and I have no idea how they do this. Um, I'll <laughs> it up to them, which is great. But I'm so impressed with what some social media can be able to do to de- demonstrate, I think, uh, high-level messaging. And um, so we're, we're believers in this. I may have to talk to you. So, yeah, let me tell you what I love about this post. And, like, it's really good. So I see your brand colors right? Like blue and yellow. And then if I'm scrolling, I would stop my scroll here for a couple of reasons. One, people love people's faces. Yeah. People love, like you, like just human nature, we like to see the faces of other human. 
based on is is typically the best, but this is really good. Like I want to lean in and know what it is. I know that we're on podcasts. It looks like somebody is whispering and mm-hmm. I want to lean in and hear it. And that yellow tells me straight off the bat what it is that you're doing. And then I see your, you know, your brand colors, you have your logo, and I'm going to stop and pay attention here. Mm-hmm. So they're doing a fantastic job. And uh, and you just want to, when this is one thing that I hear from a lot of people is, hey, I'm posting on social media and nothing's happening. It's not supposed to, right? Um, what 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 in in actually something is happening it's that you're just creating that brand awareness i'm here i'm here i'm here um but now when you want to get leads you're going to have to put money in it mm. so that's kind of it but that's a great job i awesome. appreciate you saying that i'm i'm curious about one thing if i can interject of course. a question so Back in the 1991, when I started Corp Care, um, we were looking at promotional efforts, and it was either the printed something or another, magazines, whatever else. And now, obviously, social media is the place to go. What's next? (laughs) Yeah, it's a good question. It's a fantastic question. It depends on who you ask. It depends on your business. I think social media ads will stay digital. In fact, I was in a... um, in a meeting just the other day and they highlighted digital ads will be like, will be on steroids Mm -hmm. moving forward. Now, where do you want to put that depends on your audience. You have to do the work to figure out where is my audience, the people that I'm trying to reach, where do they hang out and, and interrupt that. So it will be that I, I think, Physical ads are going to be be more popular because now more than ever, people will stop. And even, again, what's your goal? Am I probably going to call somebody based off of a flyer I get? 3% of the people who who see your ad, who see your messaging, only 3% are in market for you right now. So your goal is to stay in front of the ones so that when they do think about you, mm-hmm. that's when they see you and that's when they move. So I think it's still going to be digital mm-hmm. advertisement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we'll figure also out how, and I'm sorry, um, I think we'll also figure out how um, we will navigate through that. But something else will come along. And it's, again, how do I stay on top of it? Will Bard and Perplexity and all these other things figure out a way to make money? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's, I think it's probably going to be something on the AI front, mm-hmm. but to be determined. I'm hoping for a return of the Goodyear blimp. Oh, I think those <laughs> days are gone. I think I agree with Kelly. I think AI is the next way, right? So when social media started, you still needed someone to tell you where to put your money, what you needed to do. But now we have AI telling us, right? AI is telling you, oh, do you want to reward that? I'll reward it, reward it for you. Or do you want to use this image? You know, so I kind of think that that's where we're going, where suggestions are going to be made for us to optimize our advertising. It's a good point. And I actually want to get back to a point that you made, what we're seeing a lot of success on um, for products specifically is user-generated content. So if you could have relationships with people that you met at the Sandy Springs Chamber, Mm -hmm. and and they say, oh, I tasted this. You know, I I have a a really good friend who suffers from celiac disease. Mm -hmm. And so I know how important it is, like if I'm buying something from her, for her, even if it's lunch, like we have to stop the waiter and say, Gluten-free, not, no, 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 not just Mm gluten-free. Can't touch anything that has had a wheat product on it and all of these things, right? But if you had somebody like this, and I'm calling them Mm micro-influencers, right? And that person is using your product and um, that you're able to tap into those networks, powerful. Yeah, for sure. We've experienced that. especially if they're not sponsored influencers. So they're organic. Um, they come in, they taste something, 
and they just blast about us because they're so excited. I'm going to say this. If you have somebody to do that, try putting some money behind that. Yeah. If I mean, it will 100% still work. The ones, yeah. The ones that we've seen a big impact mm-hmm. are the ones that taste our goods and um, post the bottom. Like there was a couple that lived here in Marietta that were called uh, Keto Connect. And when we opened, we invited them over. Uh, that was back in 2018. And they have uh, almost a million YouTube followers, and they've got 500,000 Instagram followers. They're very highly respected. They've gotten out of the space now. They're doing something else. Um, but they came. Uh, we gave them a tasting kind of like this. And they did a story. Then they did a YouTube. Um, they insisted that we don't pay them anything, and that gave them the credibility. That's why they had that many followers mm-hmm. because they weren't being paid yeah. to say yeah. this is delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could kill your brand or they could make your brand. Mm-hmm. Right. Their opinion counted, mm-hmm. and they absolutely loved everything. So that put us on the map for sure. Um, for all of 2019, lines out the door in Sandy Springs. Um, uh, the shipping calls, shipping, shipping, shipping. Um, we've tried to connect with other influencers. Mm-hmm. They're the pay for review type of model for most of them. And they don't have the kind of following that these guys had. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we're doing for exposure, it's a challenge for sure. We have email blasts um, from actual customers. So we have about 15,000 uh, folks in our email list that have signed up. To be on our email list, um, that's very that's powerful. huge. That's powerful. If you have fifteen thousand, yeah, that's yeah. that's a yeah. huge yeah. number. Um, then we have about fifteen thousand organic followers um, that follow truly follow us on Instagram and eighteen thousand on Facebook. But you know, at the end of the day, if we could get someone with a, a reputation, a following, a reputation that they know what they're talking about, like a Dr. Eric Berg, for example. He's an authority in this, and he's got 2 million followers. We're trying to connect with him uh, because he would be extremely interested, we think, in what we do. Um, But it's tough to connect because they have 2 million followers, so they're probably getting 20,000 messages a day at a minimum. And I can post a comment as Zambowango on one of their posts, of his posts, that gets seen by his followers. That's a very big thing. And it helps us. But to get him to say, okay, let me try your products, that would be hugely impactful. So when you're mm-hmm. posting to his things, are you also, are you linking your website? Yeah. And so yeah. when you do that, that's called social bookmarking. Nice. And that's super effective as well. People do that. People do that. And they even do that on LinkedIn. I have a couple of people I follow. And the minute I comment something, the next thing I know, you know, I get all these people like, oh, connect with me, connect with me. So that, that while you might not see it immediately, those types of strategies are, are super important. I, I agree totally. I've seen it um, in practice. Like what you're saying is actually does work. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mention kind of don't forget the little guys because yeah. you touched upon a couple of your passions like keto and low carb and you brought up celiacs or marathon running. So mm-hmm. I run a um a half marathon training group in Atlanta. So we're nice. based out of North Atlanta and we kind of run all over from Roswell to Dunwoody to Sandy Springs. But already kind of I'm thinking about ideas of why wouldn't we have like a party, you know, with you guys. But that's already access to like 30 to 40 people that can then kind of go and blog and put that social media piece about you. Um, Another piece you brought up the celiac and the issues, the gastro issues that people might have. Um, Another thing that I'm heavily involved with is the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So I feel like kind of getting into that network, not necessarily through um, 
your main drivers, like the big doctor names, but getting through with the volunteer parents that are putting together, like we um, do this big event that this past year we raised like a hundred thousand dollars for oh, Crohn's wow. and colitis through a Halloween trick or treating event. Nice, nice. Um, and so it needs to be part of. That. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. something like that is like I would say it would be great for you to have a table, have tastings, you know, have your brand all over the different marketing pass out for trick or treat pieces. I can yeah. see it already. But I yeah. think based on like the conversation, I. I think kind of putting yourself out there and networking and don't forget the little guys because sometimes the little guys may have more influence yes. than, 100%, 100%. than you realize because yeah. I think yeah. sometimes yeah. trying to reach out they, to those big they names. They come and they don't go, right? Right. They're not like the influencer. Once you're up, then, you, you know, they... Eventually it dies it out. It dies yeah. down. Right. But when you have the real followers, yeah. yep. they stay. Correct, correct. And know, I, was th- I was thinking yeah. of something similar, but the their alliances, the yeah. the medical health alliances. Mm-hmm. There's one Great called idea. VHL, von yeah. Hippel-Lindauer disease. It's a mm-hmm. rare form of family genetic cancer. And yeah. their diets, because it hits the pancreas, yeah. their diets are all gluten-free. I mean, they have to yeah. – yeah. they follow what you uh, make. Yes, mm-hmm. and they so often – those who suffer from that are unable to really enjoy um, yeah. what they used to enjoy. So, and here's your opportunity. Let me ask you guys a question, uh, the whole table. But, you know, if you are in that position and you do and you're interested in finding a bakery that can fill your needs, mm-hmm. um, wouldn't you do like a search and on Google, Yelp, we Ranked number one, always number one, number one, number one in searches. Um, you know, that's an interesting question because I was just thinking about just my wife has VHO. That's why yeah. I was thinking of that. Mm-hmm. And when we think about where do we go shop, the public's across the street. Convenient, easy. So we deal with whatever they can provide, provide us and that right. limitation, whatever. But uh, to do something like what you're suggesting, to search on the internet for uh, something like that, but not even knowing that it even existed. Right. Yeah. So that's an interesting situation because if I'm interested in a specific type of product or store, my first thing, like we were talking about, is a Google search. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I, I wouldn't c- wait to get it like from the air. I would search for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of, I'll start. Right now, still 90% of searches start on Google, uh, yeah, the Google yeah. search engine. What's important, though, mm. is thinking about keywords in a different way. What you're really looking for. So if I'm looking for a search, my search might be around, am I just information gathering, mm-hmm. right? What we try to look for is, and, that, and, and if it's just informational gathering, that's what we call a short, short word, like you're just one, one word, gluten-free, keto, (laughs) those type of things. But what we, what we'll do is a Google search for, we'll talk to you, you know, what, who is your audience? What kind of things do you do? What makes you special? All of that. (laughs) And then we go back and do some keyword searches, like real generic, but then we move into this thought. And this is where honestly, AI has been a tremendous help. And it's saying, because you have all these keywords, of these keywords, which ones are the most transactional mm-hmm. keywords? That's High word. intent, I'm looking to buy this today. Like, what is that? Those are the keywords you want. And those are the words you then kind of put on your page or you write articles mm-hmm. about to drive people with high intent to your website. Exactly. And that's what's important. That's great, great information because it's like peeling the onion and getting deeper in layers to get ultimately your goal is a transaction. You know, either online with our online shop, which is local and shipping, or walk into the bakery, you know. So, yeah, transactional. I think um, another great idea, and I, I feel like it could help with any business, is having um, people like implanted in the different moms groups online, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, but I strangely having an eight year old and being in the Jewish community in Atlanta, like I get a lot of my information from the Jewish moms group of Atlanta mm-hmm. and they'll often be like, where can I find this cake? I need something kosher, but it mm-hmm. can only have 
this, this or this. And I mm. feel like that's a place that like if you're introducing a new product or or something, you could have kind of plants already in all these different moms groups group because they're listening to the people who they trust. Plus, they want to support other people in the Jewish community or in the Atlanta community or Sandy Springs. So I feel like those are some other like avenues to keep in mind as well. I, I think that's huge. Um, and what we've done in the past, and it's hit or miss, is um, tag those groups on our posts, you know, like on Facebook or Instagram. And some of those groups are trending and then they, they, they go away. Like East Cop Moms was a big, important group for us. Um, and then that kind of like died down a little bit. But we do get a lot of mothers with, it's the cutest thing, with little kids that come in. And either they're type 1 diabetic kids or there's something else going on, gluten-free or something. Mm -hmm. And they just go crazy. The kids go, that's like, that's why we're in business, you know, to be able to service folks that could not have that otherwise. Are you yeah. asking them how they found you? Yes, always, okay. always. So what are they saying? They do, um, like they heard about us in a group. That's common. Um, the other is they were driving around and they saw the big green signs that say keto, low carb, gluten free. And they said, I, we finally stopped in. Um, because the location is, is a good central location, but folks, um, have to search for us still because they're on their way somewhere. It's right by 400 exit five. So we're right at the exit or entrance and folks are headed to 400 typically. So we do get a lot of cars in front of us, but they're on a mission mm -hmm. and we need, we need them to turn around on that mission, take a brief stop. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully today you have your, um, your customers that are listening and will know to stop or make a point to, to come in. Um, thank you so much, Kelly, Hannah, and George, and George, two Georges today, um, for sharing uh, information about your businesses. I would like for each of you to tell everyone how they can reach you. Like, what's the best way? Your website, your phone number, your email, Whatever it is that you want people to know to be able to contact you, let's let's let them know. We're, we're going to start with you, George Martin. I George at uh, excuse me, not, I was about to give you my personal email address. <laughs> is wrong. Um, it's corpcare c o r p as in Paul c a r e at corp at um, corpcare dot com corpcare eap dot com. I, I know it's sooner or later I will remember <laughs> my own email on my on my website. CorpCareEAP.com, and there you'll see a listing of services and and uh, the description of each of those services and so on. Yeah. So if you're a company that is looking to provide more benefits to your employees, this could help you with retention. It could help you provide better benefits to your employees. Consider CorpCare, their EAP program. Thank you, Lola. Now, Kelly. Yes. So in order to reach me, you can just go to www.wsibigsdigital.com. Our telephone number is 404-682-2991. And I've really enjoyed speaking with all of you here. It's been uh, quite been a blessing. Thanks. Same, same. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. been great. I mean, you do not not want to call Kelly. Sounds like everyone needs to call Kelly. I can't wait to get to my desk and go and look at all these new sites. Um, and next is Hannah O'Donoghue. So you can find BKS Partners online at bks-partners.com. Um, I'm all over LinkedIn. So if you look up Hana Vahaba O'Donohue, it's a lot of vowels. And so I'm not going <laughs> to spell it for you guys. But I think probably the best way to reach me is by phone or text message. We have like a nice Zoom um, phone set up. So you can reach me at 404-947-7128. And that's my work phone, but I can accept text messages or phone calls from there. And so that would probably be the best way to reach me so I can come and help 
do an insurance review for you guys. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. some tennis shoe collections or some <laughs> artwork or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, George. Yeah, so um, we have two ways that you can reach us. One is the retail bakery and coffee shop on uh, in Sandy Springs, and we're located at 901 Abernathy Road in the Serrano uh, mixed-use condominium building. Um, between, you might see it, I, the, the eye clinic and the color bar hair salon right before 400, exit five. Um, and we are open Tuesday through Saturday, nine to four. And the phone number there is 404-879-9731. Then we also have our commissary kitchen up in uh, Alpharetta, exit 12. That's not open to the public. That's only by appointment. And we ship out of there nationwide. So if you have relatives, friends, anywhere in the country, you can order on zambawango.com. And if you're local, you can uh, select local pickup at checkout and um, set up your appointment the day and time. And uh, we'll welcome you at the commissary to uh, give you the goodies. Awesome. Thank you so much. I can't wait for us to be able to dig into these goodies that you've brought us. I can't wait for you guys to try them. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, that concludes another episode of the Chamber Spotlight Podcast sponsored by Southern Live Oak Wellness. A big thank you to our guests, George Martin, Kelly Biggs, George Condoritis, and Hannah O'Donohue for joining us today. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe for more enlightening conversations with the community's leaders. Until next time.